Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time to talk blues hockey with Darren Pang. Holy jump and what a save. Oh, my. Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company and their Urban Underdog Lager. Prost. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It is driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the radio presentation, ladies and gentlemen, live from Edmonton, it's Darren Pang. Good morning, Panger. Well, good morning to you. This is uh, a world, um, I think this is the world, like I, I'm not sure if it's a leader in, in radio shows at uh, no, it's not. You, you know, you guys aren't that far yet. Uh, but anyway, right. you guys are doing a heck of a job, and I'm glad to join you from Edmonton, pal. It's, oh, my gosh. no snow on the ground, but it's really quiet. Really quiet. Really nice. What, 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 are, the, what are the temperatures like in Edmonton, Alberta? At uh, what, what time are we talking there? Uh, 9.19, I guess? 8.19? It is 9.19 here in Edmonton. I'm going to look at Hold on a second. I got nice. All I see oh, is I a hockey that. rink, uh, snow on top, um, dog park, concrete, um, it looks to me like it is um, 34 degrees Fahrenheit out there, if I can see. You have officially yeah, given 34 right. degrees as our temperature this yeah, morning in Edmonton, could, for those of you uh, live streaming from wrong, Edmonton. But, but, yeah, but it, I could be wrong, but that, that's pretty close right there. I'm, I'm sitting back, I'm having a nice, beautiful coffee, I'm looking at some hockey notes, and I'm, I'm thinking about how poor you chip at this time of year, and I'm wondering if your confidence is going to be shattered by the time me and Patty Maroon play that match at, the, at Meadowbrook. Uh, because when you start getting the jitters chipping around the Bermuda that's a little flat and bare like, like it is right now, like can you regain your confidence, Tim? I mean, that's, Well, it's, that's a, it's a great question. It's the, it's the right question to ask. Yep. Candidly, uh, with our fivesome of uh, ball strikers, uh, oftentimes compared yep. to Corey Connors' caliber ball striking, uh, we don't expect to have to worry about chipping. We are greens in regulation specialists. Oh, okay. So I better look out for that. The greens in regulation specialist. <laughs> yes, that's what we're known as the GERS. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That's what. That's what this. You know what? That's what this award-winning radio show should be called: the GERS. It's the yes, GERS. I that's like right. That's I'm into it. Are. Now it's all coming together. Greens and regulation okay. specialists. That's what we are. So there will be no chipping. It'll be just nothing but rolling them in from 60 feet as uh, as poor Chris Nagel can can absolutely to, uh, attest to, Panger. Yeah, I saw him. The, I saw him the other day at that metal book and he only made nine birdies. So I, <laughs> I felt really bad for him. <laughs> yeah, it's another tough round, uh, tough round for Nagel. I know you are in Edmonton, um, but uh, certainly one of the buzz uh, topics in St. Louis this morning is the reception David Perron received. I don't think that's particularly surprising, 
But uh, I know David Perron greatly appreciated it, and he got an, an extra gesture from the Blues as they stood on the ice to salute a fan favorite and also uh, a team favorite as well, Panger. Yeah, there is there is no doubt. If, if the fans didn't tell uh, David Perron how much they loved him, um, they were certainly telling they're probably telling Doug Armstrong how much they loved him, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. They were telling everybody how much they loved him. I mean, and, and not only because he's an, you know, like uh, an old favorite and a competitive player, he's, you know, he, he, he also gave back to the city. He also loved the city back. He didn't want to leave. And so with all that in mind, I, I expected nothing less than what the Blues fans gave him last night. And it choked me up, to be quite honest with you. Obviously, I wasn't there. Jamie Rivers and John Kelly had the call of the game. But I made sure that I watched that uh, with Wi-Fi on the plane and got a chance to see that whole moment. And, and uh, in fact, I sent DP a text saying, I'm sorry I missed it because, it, it, uh, you know, it, it, he goes back a long way there. Yes, he left and came back. Um, but but I, I think the way that he played last year, too, even more so than the Stanley Cup year, the way that he drove the the power play, the way that he drove the offense, the way that he drove the intensity in the room when it when, when times uh, when it may have looked like the room um, wasn't coming together as a group, he he's he's a bit of a pain in the ass, and he'd be the first to tell you, okay. He, and then and it's his energy, and it's his love for the team, and it's his ability to to tell somebody to, to shut, you know, basically shut up, and we're do, you know, and and this is for the team, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of guys don't have that inside them to say that to other guys. Um, and, and that's, you know, maybe where the team is right now, it's a relatively quieter team and, and losing a guy like David Prawn that kept other guys accountable and kind of drove people nuts in that room because of his high octane energy and constant analysis uh, in a good way. Um, yeah. is missed. And so anyway, nice moment for, for Dave last. I don't know how he played after that, after they had that about two and a half minute, uh, Nice little uh, warm celebration because those eyes had to be just swollen. They looked to me like they were, and then he they were, yeah, they were. That. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> that was tough. Had to be they, tough. They, they absolutely were. Hey, I was listening to a, an interview you did yesterday with the uh, the fine people on uh, the opening drive, uh, Randy Carricker, Kerry Davis, and Brooke Grimsley, along with the, the great Matt Rocchio, uh, talking about what's going on with the Blues goaltending situation and what has been a, a surprising, I think in a couple of different ways, with both Joel Hofer's performance, but then also the Blues deciding to keep him up. Sure, the Blues lost last night in a shootout, but he was the number three star, 28 saves last night. And in, in this uh, interview you, yesterday, Panger, you were talking about uh, how this is a real positive for the Blues because not only do you now have somebody who's, who's playing so well, a young guy playing so well, but also how uh, it, will, it will push Jordan Bennington. So first question is, are you surprised by A, the performance, B, the Blues keeping him up? And then I want to I expound uh, on, on how this dynamic will evolve with the Blues net-minding situation. Yeah, am I surprised by the performance? I mean, and one thing I wanted to say yesterday was, listen, he's only played four games, now five games. Right, in small NHL, sample size. So it, it, it very much is. But you also only have one chance to make a good first impression and show people not only in your locker room, but you know around the league that, that uh, boy, you've got a lot of qualities that are for real for this league. And, and so for that, um, yeah, I'm totally impressed, absolutely, how he's stepped in, how he's played, how he's, you know, we, we use calmness an awful lot. I, I mean, I, I think calmness is, is something that I should probably explain sometimes. Calmness is 
a two-on-one break and you look at the net before you even look at the shooters, you look at the net. Is he, are his feet moving back and forth? Is he, are his angles good? Is he, is he squirming around? Is he fidgety? Um, or, or does he just look like he's in the middle of the net and calm and not moving until the shot comes his way? That's, that's kind of what I've seen from him so far. So that, that part's been impressive. The part about pushing Bennington, um, there's a funny way of saying that because that almost sounds like Bennington needs to be pushed, which isn't true. Uh, he, he, as we've seen this year, um, if he hasn't been the, the best goalie on most nights, I, I don't know who has on this team or who the best player on most nights. I don't know who has been. Yeah. The, the Blues have, you know, I mean, let's face it, Tim, the Blues have given up way too many quality chances in the slot. They're one of the, they're one of the highest percentage, and I mean, that's the worst, of, of quality shots in, in, you know, in the, in the high slot area or you want to, the inner slot area or the, the home plate area, whatever you want to call it. Anybody can watch the game of hockey and say, okay, that they should have scored from there. I mean, and that's, so that's how good he was. But in saying all that, then, um, you know, Thomas Grace comes in on a one-way deal. He's a 37-year-old goaltender. Everybody really knew that uh, Joel Hofer was going to be the next guy up. And so now you've got a, a long-term partner, a long-term, you know, competitor with you. And so, yeah, that's what's going to make it more competitive, and that's what's going to push both of them for next year. They both want to play. So uh, I, I am looking forward to that. I think Joel's a really respectful guy. I don't think he walked into there that locker room, put his pads out there, looked at everybody and said, this is my net. He's not, he's not that way. He wasn't brought up that way. He's a, he's a great kid. He's just, you know, he's got a different demeanor than maybe that, that, that Jordan has. Um, but I think they both have that fire in their belly, and they'll both show it in different ways. So, um, all in all, if I'm Doug Armstrong and his staff, I'm looking at the goaltending for next year. I see the whiteboard, and I go check. Okay, we're good. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I see. There's, you know, no question marks. Okay, can Joel Hofer play next year? Or do we have to get another goalie? Are we bringing, you know, uh, Thomas back in for another year? No, I think the answer is quite clear right now that their goaltending is going to be just fine next year to be competitive in this league. Darren Pang with us. He will be on the call tonight of the Oilers and the Coyotes up in Edmonton. Panger with us every Wednesday here on the award-winning, and I want to emphasize that, award-winning balloon party presentation. Yes. Yep, it's award-winning. Yes. Where's Jackson been this morning? <laughs> He's probably looking at uh, Phoenix Suns game film while you're looking at Arizona Coyotes game film. That's what I would have to guess, hey. Panger. Yeah, I'm here. Didn't the great, didn't the great Phoenix Sun broadcaster just retire? I'm not sure about that. Well, know. nice knowledge, oh, yeah. show prep, Jackson. Yeah, I know. I, well, we were going to get to the Suns in the fourth segment, so I was going to look in in between uh, like 10:35. So that's you. on me. I should have been I'm ready. You. Yeah, you should have been ready. You should. Okay, should you should look it up because he's a he's one of the very best that's ever been, and he reti- he's going to retire or he is retiring. Panger, on behalf looking, of, of Jackson, I would I'd like to apologize for him not having that information ready. That's on me. That's really well, on he's, me. He, you know, he should be looking at it on Google right now, but I'm going to do it instead. So I'm going to Al <laughs> McCoy. Gonna to, we're going to get to the Al, bottom of this. Here you go. Al McCoy will retire at the end of the 22-23 season. He's been there since 1972 in his 51st season with the Suns. Wow. He is the longest tenured broadcaster in NBA history. Oh wow. my goodness, go. Jackson! That's unbelievable. Well, I hope it ends in a in a championship for him, KD, Devin Booker, and the Suns. 
Wow. Now finally you're awake. <laughs> yeah, now, now that's, that's all you had to do. Yeah. No wonder the show yeah. is award winning. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a Phoenix Suns talk show on middays in St. Louis. Sure, is it a questionable program decision? Yeah, it is, but we're just playing the hits here. Yep. Phoenix Suns basketball in St. Louis. It's the only way to go in my book, but, you know, who's counting? Panger, I'm going to go out and uh, work on uh, my chipping, and uh, I look forward to yeah. seeing you and Patty Maroon uh, sometime soon. Sounds good. Don't get Panger, that your, your left lower hand, okay? <laughs> keep that left hand firm. Uh, oh, I'm breaking the wrist. It looks beautiful. Right. Left hand pronated, okay? Don't be flipping it, okay, buddy? I, I am, I am. I mean, the spin, it's just checking up so gently. It's its going to be a, a sight to behold for you and Patty Maroon. Yeah. Illegal grooves. <laughs> Illegal grooves. <laughs> Darren Pang with us here on Wednesday. Take it easy, Panger. Okay, guys. Have a great day.